Welcome to episode one of Ready and Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Samuel J., Director of Faculty Affairs at Metropolitan State University of Denver. Ready and Resilient is a podcast coming to you from the Office of Online Learning here at MSU Denver and features the faculty and staff who make our online programs possible, as well as success stories from some of our former and current students. On this first episode, I am joined by Online Student Services Manager Bridget Wetzel, and we sit down to talk with MSU Denver student Paul Cherubi to discuss his experience learning online. We hope you'll enjoy the show and come back for episode two here in a few weeks. Until then, please share it out and let folks know about some of the great programs we've got going online here at MSU Denver. Uh, this is this is the, the 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 inaugural episode of Ready and Resilient. This is a podcast that the Office of Online Programs, correct, Bridget? Office of Online Programs, not learning. That's- um, it is what is, learning. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. It Office is. Of online learning. Okay, isn't that terrible? Yes. Okay, the but Office of on yeah. online programs. Okay. This is the first uh, episode of the show. We're coming at you from Metropolitan State University of Denver. Um, I'll let these two introduce themselves here in just a moment. But what we're going to do for this first episode and for our campus community is to talk a little bit about your office, Bridget. And then we're going to really talk to Paul in the last 15 uh, minutes or so and, and dive into your experience uh, as an online student here at MSU Denver. But I think it's important for us to really uh, begin by saying, uh, you know, you are all online, Paul. But I would say, Bridget, with the, with the majority of our students, they're probably kind of a hybrid, right? A little bit of, of everything. Yes. Definitely. Um, the majority, well, probably about 25% are all online, mm-hmm. and then the other is online and face-to-face. Well, I'm going to make you introduce yourself first, since you've been talking. All right, so who, who are you over there in the corner? Uh, thanks, Sam. My name is Bridget Wetzel. I'm the online student services manager here at MSU Denver. So what does is, what is your job entail? What's that mean? So um, I have been in this role for almost two years now, um, and we really just work with online learners to help support them, um, connect them to different services and resources on Mm -hmm. campus. Um, We are getting a student success coaching program up and off the ground. Uh, This semester we're focusing on scholarships for online learners. Um, new students as well as readmitted students. So I guess let's say I am a student and I want to take some online classes. Is your office the support system for those students as much as it is the kind of facilitator of any online programs? Definitely. Um, We, yes, we help um, work with programs to get online um, programs initiated, but then my role really is to help support those online learners. Um, whether that is working with them one-on-one um, through coaching or getting them connected to services and resources on campus that can help them to succeed. So if I'm not mistaken, you have some sp- you have positions that are sp- that specifically a- uh, provide support to students, right? Don't, they're kind of like, uh, are they mentors? Uh, there was a name that we have for them. What, what is it called? Um, so um, my, my um, role is really to develop the student success coaching okay. program. That's what it is. Okay. Yes. So we have not hired a student success coach yet. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm the student success coach. Okay. Um, but in the future, we'll be looking to have a student success coach and perhaps more than one working directly with students. So on a day-to-day basis, what's that like for you then as a student success coach? What, what kind of conversations are you having with, with our students? Sure. So yesterday um, I met with a student. She asked about, you know, how can she find her books? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, I mean, similar conversations to that maybe on campus students have with a coach or, you know, peer mentor. Mm-hmm. Where can I find my books? Where will my online classes be? What will that format look like? Will they be synchronous, asynchronous? Will I meet at a certain time? Mm-hmm. 
um, what might some resources be for being successful in my classes? Okay. I'll, we'll, we'll put, we'll link up to some of those resources in the show notes, but uh, just kind of verbally, what's the best way for students to go and to find these resources? Google what? What would they want to Google? Or what would they want to find on the MSU Denver website? Just search for the uh, Office of Online Learning? Yep, they can do that. Okay. Um, if they search online learning, they'll see mm. my name. They'll see Allie Dirks. Okay. She's the online enrollment um, initiatives manager. Okay. So she connects with students who are prospective students uh -huh. um, looking to get help, you know, enrolling and starting at MSU Denver. Perfect. Okay. Um, but yeah, online learning, they can search that. Um, you know, any of our other student services on campus as well. So. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's switch over to Paul real quick. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. Uh, my name is Paul Cherby. Okay. I am a husband, father, um, employee, and I'm here a student. Okay. Uh, Bridget was kind enough to provide quite a lot of background about you, Paul, and we'll get into it. But uh, I guess let's just ask you first, how has your experience as an online student been thus far? You know, it's been great. I think coming back to school um, for the first couple of weeks, it was, it was kind of hard to get into the groove, not knowing where to go, who to go to type things. But once I um, started getting some of the curriculum, some of the, you know, I'm setting time aside to um, study and, um, and, and you know, follow the syllabus, mm -hmm. um, it kind of just, you know, you kind of jump in the groove pretty quickly kind of like riding a bike, but yeah. it took, took me a couple weeks to get, to get in the group for sure. And then how much time do you have left here in your, in your uh, degree? Just a couple more classes and I'll, uh, I'll have my, 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 my bachelor's. You'll be, you're almost done, Paul, almost done. All right, we'll come back to you, Paul, in a moment. Bridget, I want to kind of uh, let you off the hook here in a moment, but can you provide an overview, I suppose, of the kinds of programs, full programs that are available, but also uh, let's say that uh, I'm an MSU Denver student who is going away for the summer and I want to take uh, a class online to kind of check that general studies box. What kind of programs, but also just specific course offerings are out there for our students? Sure, so I mean, I would say most of our courses are offered online. Um, so really, if you know, you're a face-to-face -face student and you wanna take an online course, um, there are many options. You know, general studies, you have English 1020, um, you have math courses, anthropology. Um, we have 16 fully online programs. Um, and then that also includes some additional minors um, and certificate programs. Okay. So if you're interested in, interested in pursuing an online degree program, um, you know, you could do uh, management such as Paul. We also have um, business, um, business intelligence. Uh -huh. um, those are some of the courses in business um, in the College of Business as well as marketing. Um, social work is a really popular online program. Um, if you're looking to come back and, you know, get a BSN, we have the Bronco program. Okay. Um, so that's really popular as well. What kind of, again, let's kind of split this up between faculty and student. Um, what kind of, of training or guidance uh, does a faculty member or a course developer get to ensure that that learning, that online learning is, is of high quality? I mean, I think we've read over, the, you know, since really COVID began and continues, you know, folks were concerned about the quality of education that happens in that kind of online setting. I know that from my own personal experience, things are different here at MSU Denver. What kind of, of process uh, takes place when you're developing a course here? So <laughs> that's a great question. Um, one that, you know, the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Design mm -hmm. might be better able to answer. Yep. Um, or my supervisor, Matt Griswold, but um, <laughs> I'll take a shot at it. So we work really closely with uh, CTLD, mm -hmm. um, which is short for Center for Teaching, Learning, and Design, and they help 
um, uh, faculty members develop online courses. Okay. They work with them over a course cycle, I believe it's a semester long, mm -hmm. um, to help develop and refine those courses and make sure that they are, you know, really um, up to speed and that, that, they're, that they're of great quality. Okay. Um, when we first switched to online during the pandemic, um, we were in the process of switching to Canvas mm -hmm. from Blackboard, um, which in my opinion is you know, a million yeah. times better. Mm -hmm. um, but we basically, um, CTLD worked with all faculty members to get them trained on Canvas. Um, it was a huge undertaking and they basically worked with them over the summer um, to ensure that those courses were of stellar quality. Um, each faculty member put in over 30 hours um, after they went through the training. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they went through at least 10 trainings and then they put in 30 hours of their own work um, to make sure that those courses were up to speed. Yeah, I mean, and, and for those who aren't aware, I believe that, that was HERF funded too, right? I mean, that... that, that <laughs> Yeah. You know, people people hear her for or you know some of the the government money that came uh, to help us navigate the waters of COVID. Oh, that money did come you know in support of our faculty did that training. So, yes. uh, um, I do have one more question for you. But I will say as as a, a shout out to CTLD and to that team, our instructional design team. Uh, I've gone through the process of what Bridget is talking about, taking a course uh, from being totally in person to all online with our presentational speaking class and communication studies. There is not a more competent and kind group of people uh, that can help professors uh, take their class and make sure that it's of the highest uh, caliber. I, it's, it's amazing what they do. So shout out to, to Alex McDaniel uh, and his team over there because uh, without them, I think that, uh, I, I don't know that the, that the online learning would be of the, the quality I think that we have here at, at MSU Denver. But um, one last question before we go and we, we pivot to Paul, what's, what's the, one or two things that your office has learned over the last two years that <laughs> maybe surprised you, but I know, because I know you and Matt are having these conversations, you're having these conversations, I'm sure, with, with Allie and the rest of the crew. Uh, what, is, what is something that you've taken that you think you'll uh, uh, use to kind of guide your perspective moving forward? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know, I feel like I've learned a lot over yeah. the last two years. Um, we, as well as many MSU Denver staff and faculty and students, wear many hats. Yeah. I feel like, you know, um, we were hired in May, my team, mm -hmm. and we jumped in and helped with the CTLD trainings, you know, two months later. We had no <laughs> yeah. idea what we yeah. were doing. Well, trust me, we were trained. But, yeah. yeah, but um, it was, yeah. You know, so, yeah, we jumped in and did that. And then, you know, I think probably about a year into the pandemic, then we mm -hmm. started really focusing on what we were hired to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think just um, that things change and that you need to be flexible. Reading the tea leaves, uh, uh, you know, we want to predict what's going to happen, but do you, do you get the sense that not the full pivot, but at least uh, having online learning as an option is something that our students are going to expect moving forward, not just MSU Denver students, but kind of higher ed as a whole? I think so. I mean, you know, we've seen it in the, work for, in the workforce. We've seen it um, just in the daily lives of working adults and parents and just it's so much more flexible um, yeah. you know students being able to get their degree online as Paul can attest yes. um, so I don't think it's going anywhere and I think we're just going to continue to make improvements in the future perfect thank you Bridget all right Paul you are on Paul Cherubi uh, a nice little segue there you are a parent you have two children is that correct children, yes, how old six and four. Oh my gosh okay six and a half 
I want to correct me if it was here. So. Okay, okay. I've got, let's see, eight, six, and almost two. So I feel you. Yeah, yes, absolutely. it's a... Uh, Tell us, I mean, I, I've got some notes here that Bridget provided, but can you, can you tell us about your journey uh, as, a, as a student? I mean, what, what has happened and why, how, what got you here finishing up this last yeah. semester? Yeah, so I, uh, I graduated high school, um, so I'm Colorado native, graduated okay. high school here in Colorado um, in 2005. Mm -hmm. uh, right after that came, came here because, you know, growing up, that's kind of the next step and what everyone expects you to do, so you just do it, um, whether you're ready or not. And um, I, I was here for about four and a half, about five years, actually. Okay. Um, and then... And the whole time I was working um, full time, uh -huh. so I decided to take on and you know start getting more serious with work. Um, ended up getting married in 2012, so um, it was a good time for me to say, hey, let me, let me focus on the finances and kind of get our lives kind of kind of going. Yeah. Um, and the whole time I wanted to come back. Tried coming back in 2016. Did one semester. It was tougher than I expected, mm -hmm. um, and I did that one on campus. Um, so obviously leaving after work, getting home late, um, was, was was kind of tough. Um, and then really the pandemic is what really what pushed me to. I guess I always wanted to come back and finish, mm -hmm. um, but um, getting pushed to be work, working from home uh, was something I always had the ability to do, but never really did. Mm -hmm. um, was kind of nice because then it allowed me to, to understand what I could, could do at home, how efficient I could be. Um, I beat traffic. I save, you know, I, I, I save all the, all the all the commute time, and I'm like, you know what? This is something. Um, this office now that my, my work office can now be my my my, 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 my school office or my my, my study office. So um, kind of took took that on. I was like, you know what? I, I could do this. Um, I saved you know, again tons of time just being at home. Um, so I uh, went ahead and reapplied and I jumped right into things and um, very, very much happy that I did. Let's go back to when you were taking those kind of in-person, those not kind of, those in-person classes. Um, obviously working full-time, did you, and you know, starting a family, uh, there were lots of challenges. What were some of the major barriers that you were facing? Uh, obstacles, I don't want to say barriers, but obstacles, right, that, that kind of, uh, that, that we don't always consider uh, for our students in higher ed? Yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's always stuff that I think coming to school was one. And, and at the time, I was one of those where, you know, there were online options here. Mm -hmm. um, but I was always, you know, of, of, the, of the student that was like, hey, I learned better in person. Uh -huh. um, I want to be there. I want to I interact. I want to listen. Um, so online was, it was really a, a second option for me at, okay. at the time. Um, but I think a lot of it is, you know, some people don't, can't work a 9 to 5. So yeah. school's going to be tough for them to come down to. Um, and some people work more than eight hours a day. So there's a lot that goes on to life that um, will hold people back. And it's easy to push it off because it's not a priority that's um, stopping you from anything. Mm -hmm. It's just something that you obviously want. I mean, it could be stopping you long term, but they, you know, as far as getting food on the table for the, for the family, um, it's not necessarily in the way at that point. Um, but uh, I think that was the biggest thing is not wanting to do all online, um, but not having the ability to do anything other than, um, but, but not, not wanting to go, to go, go that route. Um, so going in person was kind of the option. You mentioned the desire to have those face-to-face -face interactions with your, uh, you know, the students in your class as well as your professor. What what changed? What what made you? I mean, was it was it a technological change? Was it the quality of the course? Like what shifted? Um, I think it was more um, the comfort I had mm -hmm. with working from home um, and being virtual. Um, I think I think for the first couple months, I can't believe it's been two years now since the pandemic kind of kind of kind of changed our lives. But, yeah, um, I don't even know what year it is. So I know, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I think. Understanding and feeling, because the, 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 the feel that I had going into the office every day um, was great. And I, I knew I was going to lose that. But once you start understanding um, how technology can work and how, um, you know, jumping on a, on a virtual call um, really could, you know, get you close to what it, what it felt like prior. Okay. Um, I think that was one of those things where, I mean, yeah, you have to get out of your way. And, and I wasn't the kind of person to do this pre previous, but, you know, reach out to students that are in your, in your class. 
um, you know, schedule a, 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 a peer to peer uh, meeting um, or just some, 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 some study time for study group. Um, so those are things that you have to, you'll have to just do. Um, but it kind of came natural because you start doing that in, in everyday life now. Is there a mature, so I mean, it sounds like a lot of it is a maturity too. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's kind of drill down on that. If you had yeah. to give some advice to our students who are considering this online route, maybe the full online route, yeah. um, what kind of expectations should they have for themselves? Yeah. You know, I think coming back when, when, the time, when, you're, when, when the time is right is important. So I think a lot of us have, I mean, whether it's social norms or your parents or whatever, um, you know, leaving, or leaving school for a little bit is never, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's kind of frowned upon, mm -hmm. um, at, least, at least it was for, for mine. And um, coming back, you, you, you want to make sure that, it's, that, that you're ready. I mean, don't, don't come back just to come back. Like, come back when, when, when time is right. I think um, I started maturing in, in my work life, understanding how um, being successful in what I'm doing makes a big difference for, my, for, for the next role that I have, for the next job yeah. that I have. Um, so coming back for me was more, you know, passing wasn't enough. Like I wanted to be successful, I wanted to get an A. Um, or I mean, at, at minimum a B, where before I was a, a BC student, and to me that was, that was fine. Like as long as I, 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 I got through and uh, I'm good. Um, and, and, and I think my mentality changed, um, what I wanted for myself changed, and it was, it was the right thing for me to come back. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely glad that I did. I'm, I'm assuming that you needed support from your supervisor, you needed support from your family. Yeah. What, what were those conversations like when you decided to, to go back, uh, uh, you know, um, this doesn't happen, we don't do this alone, you yeah. know, um, uh, as much, you know, I think for that, for that, you know, I don't want to say tradition, I, I don't like that term, you know, but for a lot of the folks who go to college and they graduate in four to five years, there's still the support system there with your, uh, you know, your dorm mates and your classmates yeah. and all that. We need that. Um, it's, it's a different kind of animal, you know, when you're uh, uh, in the middle of your career doing this. But what, what kind of conversations were you having with your, with your spouse or with your yeah. supervisor? Yeah, supervisor-wise, they're, they're always um, all about me going back. Okay. Um, and obviously, they probably didn't want me to, to use up time during the day to, to, to do school stuff. But um, actually, my, my employer does pay for, uh, for, for, for some of my school tuition, which is great. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so they always push for that type of thing. And they, they, I mean, I think seeing my, my, uh, all my supervisors and um, any, any leadership at the company, um, you know, MBA is kind of nowadays um, a norm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I wanted to do it um, for that, but also for myself. I, I, know, I know that I could. Um, and and, and I went with my wife, I think it was, um, she was always, always, always supporting me in, in coming back. And she knew that it's going to take away from family time and mm -hmm. kid time. Um, and at times, and at certain weeks were tough, but um, I, I, I always heard a, hey, I'm proud of you. Even though, you know, it's not the easiest thing for all of us, it's, it's definitely something that, I, that I'm, I, I commend you to do. So um, I had the support for sure. So walk us through, you know, as you begin to start this spring 22 semester, what will your day-to-day -day look like? What, yeah. I mean, yeah, what? absolutely. Um, so for me, it's um, so usually um, everything is due by Friday or Saturday of, of that specific week. Okay. So for me, it's it's usually a Tuesday or Wednesday evening that I'm you know studying and then catching up on what I need to, mm -hmm. and then um, I spend an, an evening whether it's Thursday or Friday uh, to turn in or hand in whatever what I need when I need to. Um, and last semester it was I met with a study group every Tuesday evening, okay. which uh, which was great because you know keeps you keeps you on track. Were those in uh, person or online? Online, all okay. online. Yeah. Um, yeah, all online. Um, so you know, jumping onto a Teams call real quick was was great with them, uh, and we were able to kind of speak through things, and I was able to help them. And I think I'm um, just the kind of person I am. I'm, I'm always the one that kind of jump into a to a group and kind of take lead. Mm -hmm. um, so it was nice to help them because in the process I was helping myself because um, I it kind of pushed me more to understand more and, and read more more thoroughly through what we needed to get done. So what hours of the day are you committing to doing your schoolwork? I mean, you're working eight to five, is that? I mean, plus you've got family duties. When do you find time to complete these assignments? So usually evening is, is, is when I 
um, do the best. So, so between seven, seven to nine is usually mm -hmm. when, I do, when I do that. And then if it, if it is an exam week, I usually take a half day off to do, to kind of finalize my studying during the day while I'm you know, completely awake and then uh, plan to have time for my exam that, that afternoon usually. So, you know, with your, with your online learning, wh what have been some of the moments or uh, uh, the, I mean moments is, is a good term, that have made it worth it for you, that have been successful, that, that, have, that have shown you that this kind of uh, modality can work? I mean, what, yeah. what gave you that confidence um, to keep going? You know, I think after my first couple exams um, that I got, I got, a couple, I got two A's in, um, and again, being a student that uh, wasn't used to getting A's yeah. in the previously, um, it just, it makes you proud. It makes yeah. you, it, it shows you that all this is, is just worthwhile. Um, and, and, and I think because my, my, my first grader uh, was going to school, I was telling him, hey, you know, school never really stops and you can go to school for as long as you want. Mm -hmm. um, showing him you know, how, how well I'm doing and, and kind of proving that, hey, you have to you know, continually better yourself on a daily basis um, was, was a push. But I think the, those first couple of test scores was like, hey, man, I, I could do this. This is, this is great. And, um, and, and not overthinking it. I think, um, and I, I was mentioning to Bridget before, um, you don't realize that teachers do a lot to allow you to, su to succeed, mm -hmm. whether it's extra credit or you know, op office hours or whatnot. I think now I see those and, 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 and taking advantage of them is, is, is key. So um, definitely take advantage of extra credit, definitely take advantage of the time, ask the questions that you need to ask, because um, sometimes additional questions will come up mm -hmm. um, based on the answer that the professor gives you. Um, but uh, absolutely, it's uh, again, I think read between the lines, extra credit isn't optional in mm -hmm. my mind. Um, it, it makes it the world of difference. As an instructor, what are the components of an online course that have made it successful for you? I mean, what yeah. is it? You know, I wasn't, uh, so I, I, I remember Blackboard back in my you know, high school to maybe early, early college days. Um, so I don't remember it too, too much, but Canvas was, was great, honestly. So between the two classes that I had in the fall, um, one professor used Canvas much, uh, much more, mm -hmm. uh, much, I guess much more, more efficient, much better than, than the other. Um, so having everything there in one spot, having the textbook out, you know, off in the corner, mm -hmm. um, go and having your week by week pretty much planned out for you was uh, was convenient. Mm -hmm. It was great. Or on, on the other side, it was more, it was all there from 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 day one. So you had, you can go through any chapter you wanted to. But when you have so much, sometimes it's um, it's it's organized chaos. So you have to kind of go through it yourself and um, you know plan it out to where what what, what you're going to do and and not rely on an email saying hey this was due this week. Um, but I think having, having the technology, technology worked. Mm -hmm. I hardly ever had an issue with, with Canvas or anything like that. Um, there was one outage for like maybe an hour or so, um, but that, you know, that, that they were extremely um, communicative about. Um, so, it, I mean, the, 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 right, the right program made a huge difference. You bring up communication. What, was the communica what, is, what has the communication been like between you and your instructors throughout yeah. this? Is it consistent? Is it, I mean, do, are there different types of communication? I mean, what, yeah. what have you found? Um, so, so mostly all email. Okay. Um, they have office hours, but obviously when you're working online, even though they're, they're listed on the syllabus, um, you don't really wait for those hours. You just yeah. send the email and maybe expect an answer back to those office hours. But they, they, they were great. A lot of times I'd give an answer back same day, maybe within a couple hours. Um, and a lot of times it was, you know, I mean, when, when asking one or two questions, they, 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 they would respond back, you know, fairly shortly, pretty direct to mm -hmm. the point and, um, and always willing to um, answer additional questions as, as they came up. So it was, uh, you know, pretty much what the workforce is today, uh, you know, email for the most part. Can you give me, uh, you know, let's say I'm a student, I'm considering taking this all online approach. Mm -hmm. What are some things that I need to think about? And you please be as candid as, and honest yeah. as possible, because I think, again, you brought up maturity and you brought up a discipline as being these factors that have allowed you to be successful. That, you know, I don't want to say that our students are immature. That's not what I mean, or, or not disciplined. But and sometimes we need that face-to-face -face interaction to keep 
ourselves on task. What are some things that we should that a student should consider before yeah. doing this? Um, I think one is is understand your lifestyle, right? If, you know, if you're um, if you are working and, and, and you are um, you know putting work and, and in your life first, and you know you, you can party and do all that, but you're gonna you're gonna lose some of that time, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's if it's um, you know going out and um, or playing sports, whatever it is, there's there's, there's gonna be time taken from from something. Mm -hmm. So make sure that that's it's okay with you, and and, and you're and you're ready to prep for it. Um, and and one is, is is plan and plan a plan ahead, and and definitely you know make friends, get a, get a, get a study group going with people that want to. And it's usually when you when I was reaching out to people on a on a on a little forum. Um, of hey, you know, I'm, I'm willing to have a study group. Is anybody is anybody you know, willing to do so? Um, the ones that are mature enough to actually want to do this um, are the ones that reach back out. So I think of the 20 some we had in the class, about four or five reached out, mm -hmm. um, and three were were consistent um, about being a part of the study group. So um, take take initiative, um, schedule time for a study group with, with, with individuals. Uh, understand that you, you know you're going to have to put away time. Understand when you are most. Focus and you know if, if you're a morning person, you're great. Maybe that's the best best time. And if you're an evening person, then that, that that's it there. Um, and just make sure that you know you're you're ready to put you know three four months um, aside and, and and get this done. I don't think you know it was. I I don't feel like I missed out on much in my life other than um, yeah. I mean maybe putting my kids to bed a couple times. Yeah. which I'm okay missing here and there. Um, but um, you know just 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 make sure that you that you're ready for it. Even though if you want to do it, it's one thing. But you know, are you realistically ready? Yeah. Because it is another. It's interesting the stuff that leads to success um, in the online environment or the online modality is, is the stuff that leads to success in, in person. It comes to discipline. It comes to you know uh, organization. All of these, and I think um, having to I don't want to say go go over and above, but realizing that you have to invest time and effort into this. Uh, you the kind of student who's going to be a C student. And an in-person class is probably going to be the same kind of student who's going to be a C, per C student uh, online. That was me, by the way. At undergrad, I was a C, low C student. Um, but, you know, I eventually figured it out. Yeah. Uh, so um, what now? What, what happened? You got one more semester, and then, and then what? Um, so for me, it's, uh, it's, it's, ma it's a ma master's. You know, I think okay. uh, the time that I'm putting aside for school, I, I'm, I'm willing and ready to put that same time aside for okay. as long as I need to. So. Um, masters is, is, is key and I think again I think not overloading yourself so a couple classes was, was plenty for me um, third and fourth might have been too much okay. so same to my masters even if masters is usually 18 months it might be a little bit longer for me just you know I'm uh, as much as I'd like to be done as soon as possible mm -hmm. uh, I'm ready to you know, continue my that, that two class minimum and, or maximum at this point and, and, and go for it what would you say to those students who are considering um, uh, taking some online courses here at MSU Denver? I mean, what, uh, obviously you've had a good experience, but, but can, you, can you, you know, uh, what kind of advocacy would you yeah. provide? Um, you know, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, one, th there's not a lot of online programs that have um, a campus to come down to. So yeah. um, that's, what that, that's one, one benefit. Um, so it's not completely 100% online. Um, but, you know, people like Bridget that, I, that I'm able to, to reach out to and talk to was key, and she, and she reached out to me. And, there's, I mean, Metro does a lot for their students to succeed as well, uh, whether it's, you know, scholarships or whether it's um, just support um, mm -hmm. is key. So I think we have the best of both worlds, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in some instances where you don't have that option to, to, to walk into a campus and say, hey, I, I just need assistance. Like, I'm not getting it virtually. Can I help? Help. You can't do that. Um, but here, here you can. Um, so it's, a, it's, it's, it's huge. That's a, I kinda, that's a great way to, to close. I mean, I think that we often don't see the support systems that are in place at a place like MSU Denver, you know, the wraparound services, all of that. They're there for you and folks in Bridget's office and folks across 
the Student Affairs Office and the Academic Affairs Division. We do our best to make sure our students know these, but at the end of the day, um, if you need that help, you know, we are here for you, and, and it's, you're not far away from a door or a number that's going to answer those questions. So um, I, I, I'll tell you what, Paul, uh, it's pretty clear you're going to find a lot of success, um, and, and, and I'm glad that, you know, you finally found this opportunity in online learning um, through Bridget and her office and all of that. Uh, Bridget, do you have any questions, comments for Paul as we wrap this up, or did, did, did we cover what we needed to? Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I just like to thank him for you know joining yeah. our podcast and spending a little bit of time with us. And yeah, really just appreciate getting to know you a little bit more. Thanks, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, Paul. Thank you so so much. Uh, it's it's you know. You've gone all in on the online learning. Um, you know, folks may just want to dabble in one or two courses, but I, I can't champion um, uh, Bridget's office and the CTLD team and the uh, instructional design team and, and folks for, for creating these learning opportunities uh, via the online and hybrid modalities that allow our students to have success. Uh, it does take discipline and it does take maturity, um, but that's going to be required of any student in an in-person setting. So, uh, you know, if you need a little bit of flexibility, right? Or if you need to uh, kind of avoid traffic uh, for a semester, uh, I think you can you can trust that the quality of education you're going to get from us here at MSU Denver is going to be the same no matter what that modality is. So uh, uh, Paul and Bridget, uh, episode one is in the books. Thank you two so much. Uh, we hope everybody enjoyed the Ready and Resilient podcast. Tell your friends about it, share the word, and we'll have more episodes to come. Thank you two. Thank you. All right. Thank you.